That is so appropriate right now. I hate technology! That's what I feel like. <laughs> yes, that is so appropriate right now because, you know, I, I wish all of our listeners could actually see me right now because I am seated on the floor in my basement uh, midday because we had to do a very special episode this week because, you know, we don't plan in advance or anything like that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> this is uh, this is my coffee time episode uh, <laughs> with our time difference. It's nine in the morning here, so I'm not drinking because it's a work day. And, and same for me. So this is the this is the first episode, I, I believe, ever. This is what episode 119, I think. Yep, and I think so. I don't have an alcoholic drink in hand. So uh, un uh, unless we're going to count it. Uh, well, I guess technically we can count coffee as a uh, stimulant. It's but, a stimulant, uh, but alcohol is a depressant, so that's true, that. that's true. <laughs> Go on, but Joe, continue more, with your story. I'm thinking more of the drug purposes there. No, so, right. so um, you know, my laptop crapped out on me recently, so I used my wife's uh, system last week. Today, I didn't want to bother her because, of course, she's working. So I came down here with my with a dual monitor um, because although my laptop screen doesn't work, the monitor does. But I could not find an extension cord uh, that could plug the laptop uh, into my or that could plug the monitor into my laptop. So currently I am seated here on the floor, Art, because that's as close as I can get to to my uh, <laughs> to my uh, outlet. And not only that, but um, we are actually starting late because uh art was trying to work me through some 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 troubleshooting with the microphone but because i didn't have my mouse plugged in every i couldn't get the screen to maximize and i just got frustrated and turned off my system in which i was then greeted by out update after update and so here <laughs> 15 minutes later and i'm about ready to pull my hair out of my head so hi art i'm sorry i tried to make that as quick as possible for this very special episode how are you today i am fine but here you know what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna slow you down we're gonna make you feel better with this <laughs> oh Exactly. That, don't you feel better already? <laughs> like you got a big smile on your face. It's making you forget about the troubles. <laughs> just makes them just float away. That's right. So. So there you go. That's fine. Uh, and ah. for those of you who don't know what that is, you're probably way too young to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, you shouldn't be here listening to us say what we say. Fuckers, get out of here. <laughs> I um but yeah, so so this is a little bit different because we aren't joined by a guest. Um and that is kind of by design this week because we really don't have any central theme. But you know what? Sometimes art that actually makes for like the best episodes, if you ask me, because uh, this is more of a hodgepodge. This is just getting back to to like the two of us, although apparently you have the producer Kenny script uh, up there in your window. Uh, oh, so. I haven't changed the, the graphic in a long time. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, unless I um, unless, you know, I, I do know that 
Kenny was on last week's episode, but I don't believe he's coming back in a producer role. So uh, no, 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 no. He's, uh, he's busy living <laughs> off of our money. So, you know. but I did, but you know, speaking of everything going to hell, I was taking a look at the news and, um, <laughs> You know, much like our New Year's in review, it seems like the world is kind of going up to shit right now. You have the, um, you of course have the war in Ukraine. In fact, I know that there was a story the other day about possibly nuclear materials being transported to Ukraine from Russia. You have, of course, inflation, recession. You have the midterm elections coming up shortly, and that's always a shit show. Uh, you have sky high mortgage prices. You have... Um, the world is is kind of a powder keg right now, but my question for you, Art, is uh, of all the things that I've mentioned, and Lord knows there there's probably many, many, many uh, other things out there that I am omitting here. What is the thing that has you the most concerned? Uh, honestly, it's fun, something I saw this morning that somebody <laughs> shared with me on uh, Facebook, on Messenger, and it was at some AI convention that Elon Musk uh, premiered or inter introduced his um, the progress of his humanoid robot, humanoid robot that will be available for around $20,000 when it's done. And out comes this fucking thing with no cables or anything, just walking on stage. And he wants to make millions of these things to sell. And we've seen more than enough sci-fi read more than enough arthur c clark or philip k dick to understand that this is not going to go well so this is sort of like a very very real beginning of the end like i could see this if we you know if if there were to be a movie in the future showing you know a docufilm like you know um a biograph a, a biograph jesus christ i can't talk it's too early in the morning a biographical film about the downfall of society like that stage and the way he presented the robot i could see that being scripted with some actor playing elon and how they thought that this is such a great idea and before the massive you know massacre of humankind so that that's got me kind of concerned now are we sure that it actually was a robot this time because i know last time uh it was in fact a person dressed like a robot just to kind of like you know say that they are making these strides and you know, there is that one actor, I believe his name is Doug Jones, who's like, you know, basically as big as a big, basically as fat as a matchstick. Uh, yeah. He could probably go into that thing. Um, this looked pretty, pretty, pretty narrow to me. I mean, looks much more narrow than even a Doug Jones doing his thing. Um, well, you mentioned stories out there and, you know, uh, you know, as you know, what is the first rule of robotics or, or the first law rather oh do no harm to man yeah so 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 don't you think that well, would be that's the that's idea? the idea hopefully they'll program that in but also robots only do what they're told right and if they ever develop a capacity for evolution in the terms of you know essentially self-programming self-reprogramming they could find a way to fuck with the semantics of what does man mean you know or what does what do humans mean? You know, and you know what is the defining parameter? So, what if they say a human is um, a bipedal mammal that you know uh, 
I don't know, gives birth and then tends to its young, blah, 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 and, you know, does this, that, and the other thing. Well, they could look at enough human beings and be like, well, you might fit some of these, but you do not fit all of these. Therefore, you know, the if-then means that you were not human. I think that they could find a way around it. I don't, I don't think there's no foolproof way to beat a machine, so... I don't know. I think but I guess, is... you know, the chess player who beat Deep Blue or whatever the fuck it was would probably beg to differ, but... I don't know. I feel like the computer whooped his ass later, but I could be wrong. I think that was the joke, and I apologize if I'm repeating myself here, but I believe that was the joke from Age of Ultron, where Ultron took a look at uh, human history via the internet, and five seconds later, is like, yeah, they gotta go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much true. Uh, honestly, yeah, it's like if if the internet is a catalog of our contributions... There's so, and our, our net worth, there's so much more vapid shit than thoughtful, provoking things mm -hmm. that, yes, any any intelligent race would be like, okay, no. Yeah, time to time to go. Well, well that, that brings up another interesting question, if you don't mind me asking one more here. And that's, you know, there have been many great extinction e events in Earth's history. Um, I, I can't remember all of them by name, of course, but there was one that basically wiped out 95% of the world's, you know, species or something like that, you, you know, most mm -hmm. of which were like aquatic and such, yeah. but it was, <laughs> my question is, let's say that, you know, let's say that, Hey, you know, Russia gets stupid, you know, let's sets off a nuclear bomb you know there's a reaction to it on, on a global stage next thing you know we're pretty much all wiped out with the exception of you know like the cockroaches or something else and <laughs> millions and millions and millions of you know hundreds of millions of years later they you know you know there are new species that evolve um there if they find our history um is there anything they can learn from that? Like, I mean, is there anything that they could actually apply to their to their society in the future, do you think? Or do you think that looking at humanity as a whole was basically just what you should not do? Well, and, you know, that's that's tricky to answer because I'm looking here. I ha I was curious about extinction events. And I see that there's like, like there have been extinction events. <laughs> no, I knew there was more than one. I just didn't know what they're called. And there was there's at least five that are considered the top ones. That's um, the Ordovician Silurian extinction 440 million years ago, the Devonian extinction 365 million years ago, Permian Triassic extinction 250 million years million years ago, the Triassic Jurassic extinction 210 million years ago, and the Cretaceous Tertiary extension. Oh, sorry, the Cretaceous tertiary ex extinction 65 meteor. yeah so one thing i noticed that is uh startling is that these got other than the jump of only 40 million years these got like relatively kind of close and close together mm -hmm. um uh but the thing that we don't know is if there's an extinction level event now it would be safe to assume that it would not take a million years but tens of millions of years for another civilization to come back and develop right Thing is, I don't know how much of our shit would survive other than the fossilized remains of our bones. Like, I don't know if steel or iron or, you know, carbon fibers or whatever, if they 
you know, I, fossilization, I believe, only happens with organic material. And those other materials, they can say they last forever, but we don't understand that concept. When you think about time in terms of these extinction events, like those numbers are fucking incomprehensible to most people, you know? So to think that there might be anything more than just fossilized remains of our bones by the next civilization, I, I, I don't think there's very much they could garner other than probably, you know, random speculation that we do about our ancestors when we find a fossil from 100,000 years ago, you know? All we could say is like, well, they probably had pottery and um, they got into a fight because there was a nick on the... That's as much as we could figure out when in reality some kid broke his leg on a skateboard and then some, you know, lizard person from the future is going to see it and say, oh, these people were a, a, a warlike or friendly species. Uh, who knows, man? So you're saying it won't be like a time capsule where you open it up after like a certain amount of time and see what, you know see what the people of yesterday placed in there it's going to be you know if there's an extinction event we're all just going to be wiped out with no rhyme or reason and just what's left is basically our bones and no trace of like our gigantic wangs that probably yes <laughs> unfortunately the wangs will have to be lost to time but actually what i would say is just as i bet there are somewhere out in the world these you know gold mines of of old old lost items and information that have through a series of accidental events been perfectly beyond all comprehension preserved i bet that if you get one of these weird you know these doomsday preppers who gets into their bunker and it's literally sealed airtight or something and given enough time if you're in an airtight space and then you know you just never leave because of the oxygen running out. Any science nerds out there who actually feel like, you know, researching this and, you know, correcting me, please feel free. PixieStickWang at gmail.com. But my thought is, if you are a prepper in a bunker, airtight, and eventually you never open it, you lose all the oxygen in the space, eventually it becomes sort of like not a, a proper space vacuum, but there might be enough or like enough, you know, uh, clean air or whatever and too few bacteria to degrade everything. So maybe, you know, 10 million, 20, 30 million years in the future, this uh, lizard's people will be able to dig and then find this bunker that will be, like you say, a time capsule because we have materials that might be able to create a habitat. I don't know. I, I have no fucking idea, dude. <laughs> but the wangs will be gone. That much yeah, is true. Yeah. Y you... You know, I'm starting to understand why I drink when I do this podcast. Yeah, well, we uh, we never really hit on the positives, I'll say that. <laughs> well, I have brought up um, enough existential stuff for today. Art, do you have a topic you would like me, you know, you would like to pose to me here? Oh, you know, I was, uh, I was thinking about something, and as is the fashion, I uh, promptly forgot. Oh, you know what? Here's one. So let's just talk about something I saw today. Um, there's been chatter going around about this new movie that's coming to Apple Plus, and it's from Antoine Fuqua, uh, director of Training Day and a bunch of other great films, and it stars Will Smith and Ben Foster, and Will Smith, it's called Emancipation, and he's about an escaped slave who is trying to, you know, run for his life. And there's chatter of, well, it's a really good movie, so will the Academy vote for Will Smith for it, given what mm -hmm. happened? And the article talked about how there's a wide variety of responses from, well, we need to give people room to grow, to, 
never and fuck him. So, what do you think? What do you do? You think that that he his video confessional and apology and anything else that's come out is enough? Do you think that he should be you know made an example of and hung on the proverbial cross of the academy as a as a warning sign of you know how to behave or not behave or should he be given a pass and say you know he learned his lesson and let's divide the person from the art and the work what what do you think mass extension mass extinction events to the slap herd around the world people that is why you tune in to that was disappointing that is correct you know how it goes keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth will smith just smacked the shit out of me so, <laughs> that's pretty much it that's, um, that's what happened <laughs> it's, you know i don't know how you could possibly nominate him without looking like the world's biggest hypocrite i'm not saying that the that the role that he's performing there is not an important one and isn't award worthy but you know by the same token you have pete rose who to this day is still not in the, the, the hall of fame and he had the most hits of all time but he also gambled on on the game which was a no-no now now it's argued, <laughs> now it's argued whether or not he bet on his own team or not you know and if he if or, or if he bet you know there's a lot of debate as to whether or not he should be allowed in for obvious reasons this is a weird pair parallel that i'm that i'm using here but just bear with me but it, it works <laughs> if, if he you know it's one thing if he bet against his team you know then he clearly does does not belong in uh because you can't do shit like that you know especially if you're like the manager you know what i mean uh but if he did bet against his team or or, or yeah if he did bet for his team um you know there's logic would say it's probably not as big a deal but mlb has already made its ruling he's not going into the hall at least while he draws breath mm -hmm. probably after death but the thing is is that you know by the same token i don't know how you can make how you can make a ruling one year that he's banned for how many years is it like three to five years something like that they said you know that he can't come back or whatever um i don't know if that means that he can't be nominated or that he just can can't be there in the hall when it happens right. um but i don't know how you can make that rule and then immediately say oh you know we change our mind now that he made this this hit piece that's very important socially and everything it's i i don't know how you can kind of go back on that so it's um it's an interesting dilemma because lord knows with today's society you know these are important conversations that we have to be having in film and tv and books you know in in entertainment in general um but i don't know how you can go back and just pretend like something didn't exist even if it was slapping another man you know you've made the ruling you can't just go back on on, on your word now this is not the uh to 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 draw another weird like analogy this is not the ufc where <laughs> if you're a superstar they will bend over backwards just to make sure that you know even if you're banned john jones for um for items that were last used by the eastern germans in the 80s uh you can't just make exceptions so right that is my 
that is my thinking here on the matter. Well, I will say that for what it's worth, um, I, as, uh, as, um, Jesus, man, my words are failing me at this time of the day as, um, pragmatic as I can be about it. He should not be, he should be held out of contention for a while because you cannot make an exception, you know, like there, I, man, I'm, I'm disorganizing my thoughts. Let me try this again. I, I am a firm believer, first and foremost, that the person should be separated from the art or the work. Sure. Period. That's my, that's my overall thing. Look, uh, I, this is, this could be my hot take. Everybody can, you know, get at me and, and whatever, but you know, um, pixie stick wang at gmail.com voice your concerns. Bring it. Uh, but so for example, like Roman Polanski is a piece of shit, but his movies are undeniably fucking amazing. So divide them. Mel Gibson has had a checkered pass. Problematic guy, fantastic actor, good stuff. R. Kelly is a shit bag. He is a terrible hu human, but he's got some fucking bumping jams, you know? It goes down the line, keep going. Chris Brown, he makes some fucking good music, but he's a terrible person. Same thing, it doesn't matter. Look, if we go back in time, the problem with today is that we have enough communication and record keeping that we know every little thing about everybody. I bet you if you go back far enough, all of the people you thought were fucking squeaky clean had some really nasty shit happening that nobody knew about. I mean, nobody talks about how much Bing Crosby beat the shit out of his kids. They just talk about, oh, he's such a crooner with White Christmas. Frank Sinatra was an asshole, too. You know, I mean, he fucking knocked around his wife. So, and look, well, no, no Some problem. of this stuff is conjecture as well. So, I mean, you Well, know. it goes either which way. The point is that nobody's fucking scot-free, ever, period. Everybody has done something at some point. And if you go all the way back, I guarantee you Michelangelo did some fucked up shit. You know, every single artist who we revere and look at has, uh, you know, more than a couple skeletons in their closet. So, I think it's stupid that we... That we you know, connect the artist and the work, you know, the person and the product as being inexorably connected when I don't think that's true. I think all great, great artists have to have a bit of madness and something that just isn't palatable for everybody, you know, and that's what it is. So that being said, that does not mean you get a free license to be a fucking terrible person just because you do some good work. There should be rep there should be punishments. So you know, Roman Polanski, he can't fucking step foot in this country ever again. <laughs> you know, well, he did win the Oscar for the he did win an Oscar, yes, and right? he and he didn't. Yeah, but he couldn't. But that's because it was the work, not the thing. You know, he couldn't accept it. He couldn't show up. You know, so same thing with Will Smith. If you go up and you vi and you assault somebody on live television in front of everybody, and I know that you know, everybody's going to throw around the snowflake word or whatever the fuck you want to say. Look, hitting somebody in terms of the law is called assault, you know, yep. if they press charges. It doesn't matter if you shove somebody or you fucking cold cock him and knock their tooth out. It's all the same in the eyes of the law. So him slapping him across the face is considered assault. That said, he did it on live television in front of millions and millions of Americans. That was a big fucking dumb mistake. But he should be punished for that in the sense that you need to learn. You don't do that. That's not how humans behave. Does that mean we should disregard his work? Absolutely not. But he is the person should be made accountable, not the work. So that's a long way of saying that I guess that they could nominate him because of the work. But at the same time, maybe they should hold off for a few years and say, well, that's what you get. You know, so. Nuclear war, extinction events, and Will Smith. 
That's right. God bless America. God bless America. Now let's talk about times where you got too drunk to bone. <laughs> Whiskey dick. Uh, I remember there was a time back when I was living in Ocean City that that happened. <laughs> well, go ahead because because I'm trying to think because usually your wedding night, bro. <laughs> Well, Actually, mean, no, not your wedding night, your bachelor party night. You were definitely too drunk to bone. Dude, that that was three thirty in the morning when we got back. Maybe later than that, and you know, my yeah, you know, I, I was not waking up my my bride to be at that time. Well, uh, you did I though. Did. You sir, you fucking sure did because you came I and did. asked I, her if she if you were glowing. <laughs> I think that I would actually have, and believe it or not, I think intoxication would actually be easier for me because sometimes I get in my own head when it comes to sex. If that makes sense. Like, like I think about it too much and that can be sometimes just because, you know, this is all part of like my anxiety as well. When I think about stuff too much, I, I, I want to say that's more of a whiskey dick than actual whiskey dick. Boy, it is getting deep. Yep. Whiskey dick. Oh yeah. Whiskey dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take cues. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you do. You're a good little monkey. Yeah. All right. What's your What's your Ocean City story? Oh, it was just one of those where you know you go out and uh, you're drinking, and I remember there was this one chick who I believe she was living at a house like down the street or something, and we had passed each other at various parties. And I remember one night, um, you know, it was one of those getting really tuned up. I, I may have told this story probably back in season one. Um, and I got really tuned up on some booze. And I remember it brought her back to the house and everybody else was gone. So I think we were trying to make out on one of the chairs. And then I suddenly got this huge surge of nausea. So I told her, uh, you know, mustering as much courage, or not courage, as uh, composure as I could get. And trying to be suave, I was like, hey, baby, stay right there. I got to go check on something. <laughs> Which I'm sure in my head, that's what it sounded like. And in reality, it's like, wait, I'll be back. Oh, you had and, told the story. Yeah, so then I walked outside and I went to the far oh, end well. of the house because I thought there's no way anybody would hear this as I threw up violently against the siding. Then I realized the kitchen window was open. Kitchen window leads right into the living room. Living room is where she was sitting. Came back and uh, she was just there with her purse in her hands looking at me. And uh, she left, and that was my my only time of trying to trying to bone her. That's yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen porn bloopers where it's a deep throat and the gag reflex is hit, and you know it happens. <laughs> and, what are and you technical... doing, step bro? <laughs> you know, you know, I do have a question about those videos because you know they. They often in they often involve step families, you know, step moms or step brothers or step yeah. There's a, there's a huge uh, um, there, there, that's been a huge kink that's come to the world you know, to the front, you know. They seem strangely okay with getting stuck in. Actually, I found one recently where um, the stepmom yeah. got stuck. Quote unquote in... found. <laughs> I stumbled upon. <laughs> yeah. Would she get stuck under a table, or she get stuck in a, a washer or a dryer? A washer. Uh, or a washer or they dryer. always get stuck inside of a utensil, <laughs> <a> utility, <laughs> some sort of appliance that there's no feasible way for somebody to get stuck in unless you're a toddler. And she seemed and she seemed to be strangely okay with her stepson doing anal on her. So it was yeah. Uh, I I think I know the video you're talking about. <laughs> in fact, if I remember right, I think she actually had an 
Australian accident, which I'm um, not going to lie, it was kind of hot, but <laughs> uh, or do you think it's that time yet? Do you, do you... Uh, almost that time. I think so. It might be. And oh, <laughs> ah, ah, yeah. I'm really dropping. Lex load. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So enough of the bullshit of the world. Who cares about nuclear war and, you know, uh, uh, Will Smith and, um, you know, art blowing chunks back in Ocean City and uh, extinction crises and whatnot, um, especially because people have probably tuned out by now. All right, let's talk about what we might do next year. Uh, what do you think, would, you know, if we do, in fact, do a, a guy's week, uh, long weekend, rather, mm-hmm. what do you think would be fun? We did Vegas for your pre-bachelor, for, for your quote-unquote second bachelor party um i know you've done charleston in recent years is there anywhere else that's a that you got a hankering for you know um i i would i'm also i'm one of those guys who likes to do off the beaten path sort of shit oh god you're gonna say a dude ranch aren't you that's one of them certainly man (laughs) i want to live out my fucking city slickers dream but if not i'd be happy to go into like alaska you know, one of those uh, those towns where if you want, then you could take a quick, you know, couple day trip out into the wilderness away from like, you know, Juno or Anchorage or something just to get some. I just like being out and just doing weird shit because I think for me, I, I always love getting drunk, period. That's that's what I love. But I like getting drunk in different places and getting drunk in nature would just make for so much comedy. Well, so, I was going to say we could do alaska um only if the strains and you can play this uh episodes end if you want to um i think the song's called life in the northern town hey uh hey 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 uh, hey yeah uh, life in the northern town do you know what i'm talking about at all <laughs> okay well, well i'm gonna have to look it up now so <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going well, to say that uh, if you want to go the drinking route, there's always Louisville, or or not Louisville. Is it uh, well, where's it in Kentucky that's known for it's known for whiskey and like everything else? Um, Maybe Louisville. Uh, I don't you know because it's funny because uh, I've always heard of Kentucky bourbon, but I've never heard of exactly where. Hmm, huh. might be something to investigate. Um, other than that, um. Oh. Episodes end, you asshole. <laughs> no, you gave me another uh, song, so so I got to do that at the end. The other song, this I got to play now. Well, well, hold on, because okay, so, so this was just vacation planning. Let's talk about more Lex Load stuff. Um, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> thank Free you, sir. Academy, Jesus Christ. Um, uh, uh, well, while it, while I've interrupted your Lex load, uh, just does this one sound familiar to you? Yeah, what's up? Come on, I need your help. <sighs> what's going on here? Take, take that fucking smile off. <laughs> Hold on. Smile and be funny. <laughs> yeah, this is funny to you. This is your dad's stupid fucking idea at the table. I was out here cleaning, and now I'm stuck. I need your help. Look, look, come here. Oh. Oh, he, he will give you some help. Already. Oh, he'll help you, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, like, what do you think this is? It's better than clown porn. Are you taking advantage of the situation clown right now? Clown porn, so. Uh, That's how I feel. Come here. Ow. Come here. Mm. Uh, 
Okay, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Just a tip, man. Warning, <laughs> this this episode contains graphic audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, but if I'm going to keep this Lex Lude light and a clown porn, why? And that is this week's Lex Lude. Oh. Ah, 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 dropping. Lex Lude. Ah, yeah. Good job, Joe. Good job. Thank you. That was that was nice. Oh, wow. Um, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> where else to go but then uh, then down? Pixie Stick Wang. Pixie Stick Wang. You know, that's actually right. You know, it, it is about that time where we probably should wrap up our, our collective our collective breaks here and get back to the to the salt mines, as it were. And you and and actually, I have to say real quick that the only email we've received thus far had some boobs thank you uh, to our anonymous friend um quote unquote anonymous um but we could always we could always use some more boob pics too just being honest yeah send nudes it'll be great although art is topless right now so i i am i got my fill right now straight up working from home attire you know don't wear, <laughs> don't wear nothing so you know <laughs> oh good times oh yeah so um, that's, that's our show, I think, for today. Yeah, we've done everything we could do. And, uh, we appreciate you for coming along for the ride. So, there's that. Uh, it looks like, uh, there is no new messages, which makes me sad. So, check in just the spam boobs. folder. Nope, no just spam. Just, uh, just boops from Katya. All right, well, so it goes. Oh, and I, oh, fun fact, I used the pixie stick wang at Gmail when I was uh, befriending a scammer. <laughs> so I got a scam uh, text, one of those random solicitations texts, you know, saying, hey, you might qualify for a $1,500 uh, social security benefit payment thing or whatever. And I was like, you know what? This is on my work phone, my work cell. Fuck it, I'm going to go back with it. And what ended up happening was a week-long or week-and-a-half-long conversation between me and this guy named quote-unquote Mark uh, uh, in New York. He was clearly, the way he typed his shit, he's clearly from another country. Hello there. I am a Nigerian prince. Yes, exactly. And he, he wanted me to get into this uh, forging checks business. Uh, so, long story boring, the other email is from him in pixiestickwang at gmail.com. And it's uh, one check spelled c-h-e-k and uh, it was for me to test out printing on check paper to go and deposit the check so <laughs> anyway that was pretty funny so there's that um yep okay so uh that was disappointing yeah, this is a slippery slope next thing you know we we are mo money laundering for like the mob so so please be careful oh hey dude i watched i've seen ozark I watched all of Ozark. I will not do that. <laughs> no thanks. I don't want my uh, my brains to be worn on somebody's face. So there's that. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. This has been our hodgepodge show of just Joe and I bullshitting back and forth. Hope you liked it. If you did, let us know. If you didn't, let your friends know that the show sucks and they should listen because we need the clicks. Why not? You can find us at thatwasdisappointing.com or on Facebook. And uh, Ooh, on the floor here smells like shit. Well, probably something shat on your floor. My dog shat on my floor the other day, and that was nice. 
<sighs> well, find us on Facebook. Joe posts funny shit. And until right. next time, that's that's all we got for you. So uh, thanks for tuning in with us. Peace out. BBJ. God damn it. <laughs> I, I got, got the blues. blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic. No more beer. No and you come in again. Again. Oh, that was disappointing. Oh, that was. Ugh. It's like the Bill Cosby show. It's like, I still like the Cosby show, but Cosby's an asshole. You know, I still like the songs, but Mark Kelly's an asshole. I still like the world. Not funny, Jello Pudding! <laughs> Sing it, Kelly. I am a mountain. I am a tall tree. Oh, I am a swift wind. Sweeping the country. Sing the song about it. I am a river. What'd you say? Didn't he sing a song about a, a little person in, in his kitchen? <laughs> Except he called it the M word. So. I'll be quiet now. Just stand up tall, look them in the face and say, I'm that star up in the sky. I'm that mountain peak up high. No, he's a little, hey, bit, it. He's a little bit conceited. I'm the yeah, world's greatest. People, so yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Fucking Thank you. Up. Goodbye. <laughs> BBJ.